Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Wild Living Radio. I'm Todd Miller from Listen Up Talk Radio, along with Margaret Wallace-Duffy. Good afternoon, Margaret. Good afternoon, Todd. It's always a pleasure to be here. It is, and uh, a wonderful, wonderful uh, group of guests, more than one this time, chatting about a subject that, well, I can't say near and dear to our heart, it, it is very, um, has affected both of us in, in varying degrees. It sure has. And with it being October, Todd, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I think it's quite fitting to have these two wonderful women on the line with us today to talk about their own uh, cancer journey and a book that they have written with a little bit of a different twist. And I know personally, I've got family members currently uh, fighting the battle of cancer, friends that have gone through their treatment, and it changes all of us. And I know as a therapist uh, and in, in treatment and clinic in clinical work, it really does have an impact not only on the patient but on the family. So Todd, I will let you introduce our wonderful guest so that we can get this conversation started. Uh, joining us today from Newfoundland is uh, Florence Strang, who uh, is one of the co-authors of uh, The 100 Perks of Cancer. And uh, her co-author, Susan Gonzalez, joins us from sunny Georgia, I think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us, both of you. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, the book. Now, I personally have interviewed you both, uh, I think, was it about a year ago? And uh, we just thought, due to the timing of this, it was great uh, and, and so apropos to have you back on the on the show and to talk a little bit more about the book and your journey. Definitely, um, you both have um, done the cancer dance, as a friend of mine has called it. He's been doing the dance with cancer on and off for several years and is currently in remission, but that's his current catchphrase for it so Florence what what do we um what do we take from your journey what what's what's been your journey with cancer okay um well I uh, I'm a three and a half year survivor now so three and a half years ago at the age of 44 um I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer and as many of you know stage four is uh, the most serious that it can get so stage three is pretty scary type of cancer mm -hmm. um, and I at 44 I you know relatively young fit healthy and I had there was no family history of this mm -hmm. disease uh, so it certainly took me by surprise and uh, over the next year and a half I underwent treatments including a mastectomy uh, six rounds of chemotherapy and 25 radiation treatments so yeah. it was quite a battle and uh, but now currently I am cancer free and uh, back at work and back to doing the things I love to do. And you know your story is um not unlike so many other women um however every journey is very individual isn't it? Absolutely yes. And and for you you know can you tell us actually let let's talk to your other partner in crime there when it comes to the book to hear her personal story before we talk about the book itself so susan can you weigh in on on sort of your your story and then we'll get to the book sure uh, my story was um similar to florence in that um i was young as well i was 41 uh, and this was in 2005 so i'm nine years out and when i was 41 i went for my routine mammogram and they found something unusual and it turned out to be stage three uh, invasive lobular breast cancer. Um, my tumor was about the size of my index finger, so it was quite large. 
and it was in several of my nodes. So I had I opted to have a double mastectomy. Uh, it was only in the one um, breast, but I opted to have them both taken and um, went through chemotherapy. And uh, that's my story. So here I am nine years later. Well, first of all, to both of you, congratulations. And it, you know, one of the things that I love about sitting down and talking with the two of you is to share the other side of the story of cancer. We hear so much about the suffering and, and it is great to celebrate um, where we're at in terms of surviving and living beyond um, a cancer diagnosis. So tell us a little bit, whoever would like to start, tell us a little bit about what prompted um, writing of this book and, and how did the two of you come together? That's an excellent question. Susan, do you mind if I begin? No, go right ahead. Uh, okay. Um, well, we both started off as breast cancer bloggers, and while I was going through treatments, um, like anybody who was given a cancer diagnosis, it was a real emotional roller coaster for me. And I bounced back and forth, you know, anger, depression, terror, sadness, all of those emotions. And at one point, and it was actually, I can pinpoint the day when my whole thought process has changed, and it was a beautiful day in October, about six months after my initial diagnosis. And I was lying in bed on, after a very difficult round of chemo. I was completely bald by this time, you know, looking the picture of death and feeling that way. And a thought occurred to me that I was not helping myself to get well by wallowing in self-pity and those negative emotions. Um, I am a registered psychologist, and I'm very much aware of the mind-body connection and how our emotions can certainly impact upon our physical health. So I gave myself a little pep talk and said, come on now, you know, it's not that bad. Uh, it could be worse, you know, there are some perks to having cancer. <laughs> and when I started to think about the, the good things that had happened, like here's a silly little one. It was six months into my diagnosis and I realized that I had not once had to wash the dishes <laughs> because my <laughs> support system was there. And that made me smile and I said, wow, you know, if finding one perk of having cancer can bring a smile to my face, then I challenged myself to find 100 perks of having cancer. So I started this blog just as a way to uh, keep my spirits up. I discovered Susan's blog. She was blogging a lot about healthy living tips. and. Uh, and whenever I had a question about what I should or shouldn't eat or do, uh, I would always go to Susan. And uh, so when the idea blossomed for a book, I, I asked her if she would like to team up with me. And uh, we got a publisher in California, and uh, we actually launched the book at a National Survivors Convention in Nashville, Tennessee. So it's been kind of a, a whirlwind. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what a wonderful story. And you know what? You're absolutely right. Myself as a therapist and working with the mind and the body, and we certainly know, um, Susan, I'm sure you can speak to this, the research around the impact that our thoughts can have on our physical well-being. Uh, just a quick question. How do you dig deep flow in that moment, though? And for someone sitting at home right now on this beautiful October day, how do they dig deep and, and look for that first perk, let alone the 100? Mm -hmm. What I would say, and because a lot of people um, who first started to read my blog and they were making comments like, oh, I wish I could be as positive as you, people have realized that I did not walk out of a doctor's office and say, woohoo, I got cancer, I'm going to find the perks. You know, right. you have to grieve that loss, and you have to process these feelings without getting stuck in there. And at some point, I think you have to realize that 
you did not have a choice in getting cancer, but you do have a choice in the attitude that you bring to it. And you can choose that attitude. You can choose to focus on the negative or you can choose to focus on the positive because there are always positives. There are always things to be grateful for. Bravo, and you're absolutely right, whether it's about cancer or anything else. And I certainly know by watching my father's cancer journey now three different times, you know, we always just looked at the doctors and looked at us and said, oh, okay, so now you're going to take it out and, oh, I'm going to have chemo or radiation and shall we move on then? Mm-hmm. And 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 really has, and bless his sweet, strong self, he's 87 years of age. And I... You know, I, I commend you, and it's it's so inspiring to hear your story. Now, from from in terms of the health um, perspective, can you weigh in, Susan, on on sort of how you you helped yourself and others um, in your journey by by sharing health tips? This, of course, is right in my kitchen and wheelhouse of of love. Um, so I'd love to hear sort of your take on it. Sure. Um... When I was diagnosed, I was working in cardiac rehab um, as a cardiac rehab nurse. And in cardiac rehab, people that have had heart attacks or heart problems go to learn a different way of life. You learn how to manage your stress, you learn how to exercise, you learn how to eat properly. Um, What I thought was eating properly when I dug a little deeper for cancer prevention and for treating cancer, I was eating properly according to the masses, um, but not really when I dug deeper, there was a lot that I was missing and there was a lot that I can do to my diet to help prevent a recurrence and to really help me um, during chemo. So I I started uh, looking at just little small things that I could do health-wise to help uh, prevent a recurrence to help people that were going through treatment. And I decided to share these things online, um, thinking that maybe it would be of some help to others. And um, really quite surprised and a little angry at my physician that she really didn't know a lot about the uh, alternative research that was doing that was being done, um, the complementary therapy, you know, acupuncture, different types of supplements. She really didn't know and she didn't want to know anything about mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. so that was my job to really dive into that. And and with each little thing that I found, I, I, I said, I have to tell people, like I wanted to shout it from the mountaintop, you know, yes, yes. Look at this thing that I found, it's so easy, just do this and, and look at these studies that they're doing in Japan and, um, you know, in all these other places. So my my mission and my goal has always been to find the best way of life for cancer prevention and then to share it with everyone else. Oh, you know what? This is like music to my ears. I, Todd, you know I'm over here doing a little dance inside my clinic right now. <laughs> you know, as, a, as an owner of a multidisciplinary wellness clinic that's been in operation for 22 years, I completely, completely appreciate what you're saying, Susan. You know, 22 years ago when I told my family and, and other people around me that I was going to go into the complementary medical field, I was looked at like some crazy person. And, and I'm a science girl. I'm, um, however, what you're talking about is so empowering. And that's what I love about your story, that we can empower ourselves to make a difference in the life that we have with and without cancer. But like you said, there are options out there to us. And I agree with you. I've been mad. We've all got our own journey. I've been mad at doctors as well. And they don't know everything necessarily. And I'm not male. I'm not doctor bashing whatsoever because they do play such an important role. 
However, there are options and it's wonderful to hear you talk about lifestyle and the impact that that can have on our well-being, you know, from nutrition to, as as Flo so eloquently said earlier, to our positive thoughts. I just, I, I you made my heart sing hearing you uh, wanting to share this because you're absolutely right. There are options for people out there. Definitely. When I first, you know, your names first crossed my desk and, and I did the original interview, my thought was, cancer can't be funny, can it? But it's not the actual cancer, it's it's that old formula that I heard, and you probably only already heard it as well. E plus R equals O. Your, the event plus your response equals the outcome. And that's really what Flo's talking about, and Susan as well, is about your reaction to the event really turns the outcome. And that's what it is about, is about being positive and getting out of that 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 deep, dark depression and that place where you feel that life just can't go on. Yes, and getting out of the victim role. And uh, something that Susan alluded to is, you know, how um, she worked as a cardiac rehab nurse. And in our society, in our medical system, um, you know, if you have a heart attack, diabetes, high blood pressure, the medical community will teach you these lifestyle changes. But with cancer, you know, you often hear, uh, I'm sorry, but if these treatments don't work, there's not much more we can do for you. In general, our doctors are not telling us that proper diet can reduce your risk of recurrence by as much as 30%. A regular exercise program can reduce your risk of recurrence by as much as 40%. And -hmm. how stress management and all these other things can help to strengthen your immune system. So um, I'm very lucky in that I learned this information. I learned a lot of it from Susan, actually. And uh, and I put those lifestyle changes into effect. And I guess that's what uh, Susan and I are passionate about is sharing this with other people that you don't have to be a helpless victim. There are, are a lot of things you can do to empower yourself. And it's not just your physical health, it's the whole mental attitude as well. We get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of comments about the, about the title. Um, we've had a few nasty comments on our Facebook page, but it's funny because someone will comment and make a nasty comment and immediately our followers will say, well, did you read the book? Or are you just, exactly. are you just yeah. going on the title? Because everyone that has read the book has nothing but good things to say about it. So if you, you know, this is one of those don't, literally don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I have to comment, because I'm looking at the cover of your book right now, and I actually love the look of the book. Um, but you're right, it, we we do really need to look deeper into this. And I love the fact that the two of you coming from different but similar backgrounds are bringing your expertise together, but more importantly, your passion to share it with others, which here at Wow Living TV, is is always been our mandate and so one of the things that really resonated with me is this whole idea of of what we put in our body and food is being medicine and and uh, you're singing to the choir in that respect now i do know that the book has some recipes can one of you share um just to tease our our listeners a little bit so they're going to go out and want to get this book what's what's a recipe that a delicious recipe that they might grab in your book that's not only going to taste great but also have an impact on on their well-being Susan? Um, sure. There's two that come to mind. Um, one that I've given out hundreds of times. Um, I speak to a lot of people that are going through treatment, and I always give them the carrot ginger soup recipe because it's so easy and it has lots of vitamin A from the carrots, lots of antioxidants, but also ginger, which helps with 
nausea. It helps with, you know, improving your appetite. And then just having a comfort food like that, it's nice and thick and rich, it's delicious. And um, it's just like a little little warm blanket comfort food, um, you know, when you're not feeling well to, to kind of boost your immunity and, and help you get through chemo. Um, the other one is um, beetroot cupcakes. <laughs> they're, they're chocolate beetroot cupcakes um, made with beets because beets are sweet. So we can use beets um, making baked goods and, and yummies, things like that. Um, and we can cut back on the amount of sugar that we use in there because the beet is sweet and also gives it a really beautiful color. Um, so there's beet, chocolate beetroot cupcakes and the uh, carrot uh, ginger soup. Those, those, those are my two uh, go-tos usually. <laughs> Yes, and you know, you're absolutely right. When we talk about sugar, uh, Susan, I'm sure you will agree with me that it, I mean, we know sugar plays such a role in so many um, diseases, but it is a candy for cancer. And Oh, absolutely. And we really, I, I don't think the majority of people just realize the amount of sugar they have in their diet. And There's a great chapter in the book on sugar. Um, we go through you know, the different kinds of sugar, you know, what it means, how does it work in your body? And really when we say sugar, uh, we don't just mean table sugar, you know, right. we're looking at pro added sugar. There are so many hidden sugars in our foods. I mean, there's sugar in bread and ketchup, you know, and in, in things that it just doesn't belong. Um, so we, we kind of teach people how to look for that and what what is the proper uh, sweeteners to use. Fantastic. Um, now, Flo, when we talk about the perks, you said one, which of course, you know what, if I didn't have to pick up another dish towel, that would be a great day in my house, although I do have a family that helps out. However, can you share with us um, just a few more perks from your perspective that, that maybe would help shift other people's way of thinking? Because I think sometimes it's our analysis and the way we look at something. It's hard. We stay stuck, don't we? If you could give us some perks that you've experienced, maybe that'll just shift some of the, the thinking um, of people that are listening at home. Okay, sure. Um, well, some of my perks are um, lighthearted and kind of funny, like the dish one I shared with you. And seeing it's October, uh, I'll share this one. One of the perks was that I didn't have to worry about finding a Halloween costume that year because what would be scarier than a bald, middle-aged woman with one boob? <laughs> uh, yep, that gives you quite a visual. Yep. And uh, so that's like, you know, just sometimes those funny things would hit me, you know? Um, but a lot of them are really serious and deep. And again, these are my perks. These are things that happened to me on my journey. One of the things, one of the ones that people, I, I've got a lot of good feedback on is uh, one about my son. I have a, a nine-year-old son now. He was six years old when I was diagnosed, who has pretty severe autism. And so Ben is his name. And I also have two teenagers. So when I was first diagnosed, uh, my biggest concern was about my teens because Ben was almost completely nonverbal at that time. He couldn't say anything. And uh, I didn't think he could understand that I was sick. Um, but as time went on, I realized Ben would give me these little signs. Like even though he couldn't talk, he had learned how to use a computer and he could type up things on the computer. And while I was going through treatments for cancer, Ben would bring me these little typewritten notes that he'd type up and print off with messages like, mom is sick or mom is hurt. And I was completely blown away because I thought, oh my God, I didn't oh. think this child was capable of understanding that I was sick. 
And other times he would bring me notes with messages like, Dear Mom, you are nice, or Dear Mom, I love you. And I realized that not only did he understand, but he cared. And in his own little way, he was trying to cheer me up. And that was a perk of cancer because Ben did not bring me those notes before, and I have not gotten one single love letter from him (laughs) since I've recovered. So seeing that side of Ben was definitely a perk for me. Oh, and that is such, oh, it brings tears to my eyes because I have family members myself that have autism and, and one that uses a computer. And, um, you know, as a mother, I can't think of a better medicine mm-hmm. <laughs> than having my child deliver a message like that to me. But on the other side, <laughs> I can also giggle and, and laugh that he's also a very normal child, is he not, when things get back to normal? We do oh, take yeah. for granted those that we love. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, indeed. Um, I too have an autistic child who is is mild, but he um, he has a problem with empathy, and you know when everybody's sick, he just sort of goes well, whatever. But that's so amazing that that Ben actually it, it, it entered his world, it entered his heart, and he was able to push that back out and communicate with you in that manner. That's a really touching story. Yeah, and you know um, it's to look at Ben. And we use the expression in a world of his own often to describe people with autism. And even during that time, it didn't look like he was concerned about me. Or, you know, outwardly, he didn't show that empathy or sympathy. But through these notes, that's mm. how I saw how he was feeling. So it kind of was an eye-opener about autism in general, that they may appear to be in a world of their own, but they're very much aware of what's happening in our world. Oh, Flo, that is so powerful, and what a gift. What a mm-hmm. gift, a perk indeed, and you're right. Um, just, a, just a thought about autism overall and what we assume may not be what we actually are experiencing. That is, oh, that yeah. is really, thank you for sharing that. Um, both of you, you know, as a, as a therapist myself, I certainly know from my clinical experience and my own journey through um, illness, not cancer, um, but there is a mind, body, and a spirit connection. Would you agree with that? And, and, and certainly in your book, you seem to really connect the dots for people. How much of a role did recognizing mind, body, and spirit work together? Did it have on, on both of your journeys? You want to begin? Josh, sure. Um, It had a huge impact. And I think it's interesting because when Flo and I connected, I knew her as the Perks of Cancer girl and she knew knew me as the the health tips girl. But when we got to talking, we discovered that we really were using uh, similar tools for spirituality and mind-body connection and meditation and guided imagery and all of that. Um, so for me, and I know for Flo as well, the mind-body-spirit connection, you cannot have one without the other. You cannot be truly, fully healed without addressing each and every one of those areas. Um, and you know, there are definite ways that you can exercise, just like you exercise your muscle, you can exercise your spirituality uh, and, and your, your, mental, um, your mental ability as well too to, to get healthy. Yeah, and I agree. I think that's one of the things that connected uh, me and Susan because we hadn't, we actually wrote the entire book without having met. We didn't meet until after our book was written. Uh, But we just connected on Skype and email and so on. But we immediately recognized each other as kindred spirits Mm because there are things that Susan and I can say to each other that I wouldn't say to my best friend. 
you know, I wouldn't say, oh, I got to go, I got to go balance my chakras. You are a nutcase. Okay, you know <laughs> what, girls? Understand. You know what, girls? You can say that to me and I won't think you're crazy. I, know, I knew you were a kindred spirit. I knew it right away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just, I, you have filled my heart this afternoon and you know, at a, a time, yes, you know, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but every month, uh, our loved ones around us, ones that I know personally right now that are on their journey and, and many others that I'm sure are to come, unfortunately, I just, you're both a breath of fresh air, a testament to what it truly is to take a look at the whole human being, uh, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and otherwise. and. Thank you both for you know putting this book together and and for screaming from the rooftops or mountaintops or whatever you choose to do it by. We are thrilled here at Wow Living TV and Listen Up Talk to be able to share your story. And what I love about your story, many things, but the fact that you met online and we're going to be sharing this online. It's a powerful place, and although you know it can be a scary place for some, and um, there's so much good that can come out of it. Where do we get your book? Okay, you can, um, well, at Amazon, uh, you can go to Amazon.com uh, if you're in the United States or Amazon.ca in Canada. Uh, we also have a webpage, uh, 100 Perks of Having Cancer.com, which you can learn a little bit about more about the book and where you can order it. And we have a Facebook page. And I think if you look, uh, Susan, how would you get to our Facebook page? <laughs> yeah, you can just go to the main page. The uh, You can go to uh, 100 Perks of Cancer or 100 Perks of Having Cancer.com. Either one will get you there. And then from there, you can link up with Flo's blog. You can link up with my blog. You can uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And what do you think, Todd? I think when we... Um broadcast this out and certainly on our wallaceforwellness.com and wowliving.tv we'll put those links so everybody can get that and i i think that we should be doing uh we've been talking at wow living tv about doing a three-part series on cancer and i really am determined that it will be a holistic look at cancer um would you two consider being one of our our special guests definitely absolutely that is great news. Well, uh, on behalf of everybody at Wild Living TV and Todd, I'm sure you've got something to say to these wonderful women before we close off uh, the afternoon. Absolutely. I, I appreciate them both for creating this this Swiss Army knife of, of tips, tools, recipes. Um, it, it is like a guidebook to cancer. It really helps uh, you know, people who are going through cancer to 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 reaffirm that there's uh, light at the end of the tunnel, and there's a whole bunch of things that they can do to help themselves go through the journey. But I have one specific question for Flo before we close. And Flo, when does the comedy tour begin? When are you going out on tour to do stand up? Guess what? I'm not that funny in real life. <laughs> I just had an idea too, Todd. I am going to go at right now and purchase uh, a book that I would then like at, at Wow Living. We, we love to give things away and we love to empower, educate and inspire others to, to live a better life. So I'm going to purchase one of these books and then um, I'll speak to our master web guy and have him do some sort of um, online contest where somebody will have a chance to win, uh, win your book. Ladies, thank you so much for opening your hearts. Thank you, yeah. Thank you, Tom. And I hope that our paths will cross face to face sometime soon and we'll have you on as guests at Wild Living TV. That would be great. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thank you.
I'm Todd Miller for uh, Listen Up Talk Radio and Wow Living Radio. Have a great day.